Welcome back, welcome back, people. We are back with another episode of Shaking the Damn Table. I'm your host today. My name is John. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Miss Amina, yes. Mr. <laughs> David, and we got a guest here today, a producer out of Bar Birmingham, Alabama, right here in the city, man. It's Mr. G Beats. Yeah. Man, he doing this thing. Go ahead, get yourself on. Yeah, G Beats. Uh, you call me G Beats. G Beats. We run this. Um, I've been producing maybe about. Four or five years now. Got a couple work in with uh, Hoover's Pablo One. Actually, uh, last week I just uh, worked with Megan The Stallion too. Oh, oh. so that's what's up. Uh, yeah. I knew we had money here. Whole celebrity. That's it. But yeah, yeah, we we getting that though. That's yeah. good, bro. Megan, if you watching. Yeah. Just to name a few, you know. Um, yeah. I worked with Megan last week. Uh, I got some placements. Um, you can probably see him on my Instagram with uh, Rich Homie Kwan. Um, I got some stuff with Wife and Lucha, Mozzie, a couple people, you know. Where can we follow you at, man? Um, GB can run this on everything uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. That's what's up, man. So, we're going to go ahead and get into the Black Business of the Week. All right. So, the Black Business of this week is my friend Tia Daniel. She actually has two businesses, and they're both named after her daughter. So um, her daughter's name is Gianna, and she has one business which is called Gigi's Home Boutique, and it's mostly known for their hand-poured candles. They also provide a variety of different handcrafted home decor, such as door wreaths, abstract art. She has like a bunch of like posters and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, she even like designs like different uh, candles with like designers and everything. So like. Um, YSL and like Chanel um, and then she does like even like Apple Watch bands and stuff like okay, that nice. different designers and everything too then she has a cleaning um, service which is Annex which is Gianna, <laughs> Gianna spelled backwards mm. wow wait say that we pronounce it again I don't really know oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gianna backwards right, right. that's why I was like let me say that I need <laughs> service that's all in Birmingham area. They provide weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly cleanings. They also provide commercial cleanings as well as move-in slash move-out cleaning services. And they also offer payment plans on any service. Okay. She also makes like her own um, cleaning products and stuff like that. And I'll see like the pictures. It looks like it works really well. So I'm about to move my apartment soon, so I'm probably going to meet you up. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you can follow her on Facebook and IG, um, Gigi's Home Boutique. And Annex Clean and Co. or um, Shop GHB and Annex Clean and Co. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. All right. And we got the move of the week from Mr. David. Let's go. Going on, man. Man, I got both of the moves are both food events. As y'all know, I love food. Of course, food, man. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows. Everybody like to eat. Everybody like to eat, man. But this one is um, actually this Saturday, May 4th. Um, it's from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. The 14th annual Gumbo Gala. So if you, if you like gumbo, I know. People, a lot of people I know have mixed feelings about gumbo. Me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think it's good. You don't, you don't think it's good. It's all right. Okay, I feel it. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's going to be held at Sloss Furnaces. Um, that's going to be basically the, it says over 40 cook teams uh, gather and compete for bragging rights to Birmingham Best Gumbo. And the Gumbo Gala is the largest gumbo competition in the South of over 3,200 guests. And we'll enjoy samples of delicious gumbo. There'll be music by Marjo. <laughs> I probably killed. I probably killed. <laughs> and um, the cats meow. Local artists, kids own um, ice cold beverages, and um, visit online now to purchase tickets and register your cook team. And it's um, it's kid friendly. 
Um, and you can go to episcopalplace.org okay. to, to um, sign up for it. But um, yeah, that'll be May 4th. That should be cool if you're into gumbo. And the next one is a food I'm kind of iffy about crawfish. I don't, I ain't, I don't know. This straight is. I can't eat in things. I can't just like. True. Yeah, well, yeah it's great at in things. Yeah. It's straight. I'm like breaking out. Yeah, it takes too much work, bro. Too much I, ain't time. I got a face. I got a face. Okay. I feel like I'm putting. I feel like I'm doing. But uh, a roach is something. <laughs> right. But the fifth annual All You Can Eat Crawfish Boil is May fourth as well. Um, one to eight p.m. So that. Right. That day, if you like crawfish gumbo, pick, pick yeah, your choice. Yeah. Um, but this will be at the Cajun Seafood House in Vestavia Hills. Oh, that's lit. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. That's good uh, venue to have that. Definitely. That's gonna be dope. Um. You can tickets. You can go to thecajunseafoodhouse.com, and a little description. Um, it says it's almost time. Cajun Seafood House is hosting its annual crawfish boil. There will be live local music, great drink specials, activities for kids, all the crawfish, corn, and new potatoes you can eat. And a portion of every ticket sold is donated to the Children's Hospital. Um, Pre-order before April fifteenth. That's passed. <laughs> uh, well, okay, never mind. Pre-order just top tickets. Um, actually. And anyone who has been to one of our boils know um, these are they, they're saying like they have the tastiest like the crawfish. So yeah. you know if y'all into that, that's a good restaurant though. I've been there a couple of times. So okay. and this is for a good cause too. Hospital, you know. Yeah. yeah. So that's what's up, man. Yeah, if y'all want to support, you know, definitely pull up. I'm more of a shrimp person than crawfish, but yeah, you know. Yeah. So all right, man. So we're gonna go ahead and get to this trivia. We're gonna do it a little bit different this week. So hey, y'all, these sheets of paper, right? And I'm just do my best <laughs> to watch. So wait, I'm gonna ask the question, and I just want y'all to raise it up. Right. If you know the answer, I'm gonna try to see okay. Okay. Um, who does it first. So first question is: Which rap group won an Academy Award for Best Original Song in 2006? A. UGK. B. Outkast. C. Three Six Mafia. D. Bone Thugs and Harmony. And you know the answer. You need me to ask to do the ask first again. I was like, <laughs> is that is that is your hand raised? I asked it one more time. Which rap group won an Academy Award for Best Original Song in 2006? UGK, Outkast, Thesis Mafia, Bone Thugs and Harmony. I think I saw David first. Yeah. What's your answer, sir? Uh, I'm gonna go three six. Three six? That's fine answer. Yeah. Y'all think you're right? I don't think so, but he might be. He actually got correct, sir. <laughs> yeah. Three six mafia. It was. It's hard to be. Okay. Yeah. Same song, bro. That's your song. All right. All right, Dave. You got the first one. All right. Okay. Second question. If you don't know this one, you might have to get up. Um, <laughs> what is the name of Jay Z's first album? The Blueprint. Reason of Doubt. In My Lifetime, Volume One, or The Dynasty. Dang, run those back. <laughs> <laughs> Name of Jay Z's first album, The Blueprint, Reasonable Doubt, In My Lifetime, Volume 1, The Dynasty. We ain't got no Jay Z fans. I in feel here. so bad. We ain't got no Jay Z fans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Like, reasonable Doubt. I mean, the guy that Reasonable Doubt, Reasonable Doubt. Quite the that's what I'm going to guess. But, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, all right. <laughs> Last question. Before I ask this question, rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. So, this is a question by him. All right, how many studio albums did Nipsey Hustle have? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. oh man, I don't know. 
You did, bro. I, I, I can't ask the. Uh, I can't list the. Uh, answer. Yeah, that's true. I, I was. I was gonna say one, but. I mean, that's, yeah. Three, two, one to thirteen. <laughs> one. 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 All right. Yeah, it's one. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Yeah, I knew yeah. that. Rest yeah. peace to the legend. For real. All right, so I asked three hip um kind of hip hop questions because the topic today is hip hop music mm. and kind of the state the state of hip hop music kind of where where it is where it started from mm-hmm. and kind of where it is today. You know, we got you, you're a producer, so mm-hmm. you you know, and um we all listen to music. Yeah. So kind of just going back when you look at the origin of hip hop music, where it kind of began. Um, I want to say it began like the 1970s in the Bronx. Um, the original reason for hip hop music was to kind of it was an alternative from gang violence. Mm-hmm. So you know DJs would host parties and mix these R&B songs and songs and put them together, and people would come together, dance, whatever. And that was kind of like you know the origin of it. And you know you had it was it was power power positive. Yeah. Um, Hip hop music coming out first. Right. Hip hop mainstream commercial song with Sugar Hill Gang, um, Rapper's Delight. Um, you had artists like Curtis Blow, Grandmaster Flash, Public Enemy, Enemy, N.W.A. You know all these these positive fighting power and trying to you know Black Planet. Yeah, like that was the origin. You know, kind of positive. It was positive, man. Not saying it's all negative now, but it's kind of transitioned to a towards. Yeah. Um. So you know, today we kind of see it's kind of focused on like guns and girls and drugs, drugs and stuff like that. So I guess my my first question would be, what kind of music did you listen to growing up, and what music do you listen to now? Just just kind of curious. Yeah, that, that's that's very interesting for me. Like I know I've talked to you about that before. Yeah. Um, you know, growing up it was like you know it was like my family was heavily on like gospel and you know. Like some some R and B in there a little bit, but uh, my parents being from Africa, um, they didn't really the, like the hip hop aspect of it, like the Black America aspect of it, was like completely disconnected. Like it's like I'm spoiled, basically non-existent. They didn't know anything about it, so they're just they're just uh, teaching me, you know, like their music taste. But like me going to school and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like being around other Black people, like I know what to listen to. I'm like this stuff lit, like you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't what we this stuff what you know what I'm saying? Like, so, that, from that point at a young age, it developed like a curiosity to search that ourselves. That's why, you know, we used to like download all the MP3s, mm-hmm. searching for all the right. 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 We had every mixtape, every mixtape out, bro. It don't matter who made it, it was a mix. We listened to it. Like, it was them, them days. So, I would say I started off listening. She, I was huge on like, you know, Drake, you know, Gucci Man, mm-hmm. of course. Um, just really anybody up and coming. I've listened to Future before he was. That, you know, took over Atlanta. Like yeah. same thing with Meek Mill since the braids back in the day. Like I mean, those are like the artists I gravitated towards for some reason. Um, maybe the whole dream chasing type stuff. You know, that was like mm-hmm. something that caught my eye. So yeah, I would say those are like the core. J Cole, of course. You know, um, and then it just trans. It really from there it transitioned to like an overall love of hip hop and rap. And now it's just like I listen to everything from substance to like trap. You know, what I'm saying? Right, so right. that's like my journey. But thankfully, I was able to just like to discover it myself because. Though my route wasn't really laid the typical way most people grow up listening to it, you know. So, yeah, I grew up <clears throat> listening to just, just actually, my parents hated hip hop music, mm. 
So I really had to sneak to listen to it in the first place. But my dad had a lot of records and stuff. He had like the Run DMC and the Public Enemy and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So I really had to sneak to listen to the stuff to actually like it. And I couldn't let them know that I liked it because then they know I'd be listening to it. You know? yeah. But uh, people might knock Soldier Boy now saying how like they don't like his music or whatever. But Soldier Boy, I, I was I was really on his wave like growing up as a teen because he really opened the door for social media yeah. and stuff Pioneer. too. Pioneer. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah. So a lot of a lot of soldier boy and then came the young thugs and the futures and, and that to me it went from a positive message of don't do drugs to the rapper saying I'm on these drugs. Yeah. yeah. You know, it kind of it kind of right. switched up. Made but, it cool. Yeah. 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 But that that's really my, my journey of hip hop of who I grew up listening to so that's pretty much it for me. Ooh, I listened to a lot of different music growing up. Yeah. Like, um, so my dad's a pastor, so of course I grew up on like gospel and everything. Yeah. When it came to like rap, it was like I knew people or like I would hear it through like watching TV or something like that. But my dad like listened to all types of like older music. So like I was listening to the Frank Sinatra all the way oh, to like the down. Commodores, the Whispers, yeah. Yeah. like all these old like R&B like groups and stuff like that. So I had like a lot of R&B like Neo Soul. Then like really what got me into like rap more was like Lauryn Hill for real, for real. Mm -hmm. So like that was always on in the car when I was <laughs> like growing up. So, and my mom, she only listened to like R&B kind of stuff too. So I like, really grew up on like the 70s, like 80s, 60s even like music for real, for real. Yeah. But then, like, you know, later on, I just started listening to, like, everybody mm -hmm. up and coming, like, same, Soulja Boy, Lil yep. Wayne, yeah. Tupac, Biggie, Biggie is one of my, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, favorite, um, you know, olders. Um, but then, like, I started getting into more, like, um, Public Enemy and, like, stuff like that, like, getting into the, like, 80s and, like, the first mm -hmm. kind of, like, rap groups and everything. Right. That wasn't until, like, I got older. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. True, true. I guess for me, man, when I go back and think about it, I I was really influenced and I didn't even realize it. Like my mom, of course she's super um, you know, Christian and so I heard a lot of gospel music. But my my dad used to blast his records, bro. Leah, um R I can't leave it. You know, back before, well, you know, yeah. But, like, John and Taylor, like, he was just good on a lot of soul and R&B. And as I grew older, thank God I had two other brothers that was super, super into music. So I grew up off Three Six Mafia, just Cameron and Jay-Z and, um, even R and B like Boys and Men, all that right. stuff was mixed in. And I remember my, my brother had these just albums of just different genres. So I listened to, I used to listen to all this stuff when I went to bed. Like, had my CD player, CD player. Right. Yeah, yeah, had my headphone on, go stick to it. And so as I got older, a bit older, of course, Kanye is the biggest influence. Like he, is, that's the reason I wanted to start making music and stuff like that. So um, and now, like you said, like, I listen to it all, like mm -hmm. to the colds, to the futures, to mm -hmm. the, Whoever to the the pot to the positives or the negative, whatever you want to call it, trap or whatever. So I think it's good to have a a good variety, kind of good mix. That way you kind of just dab in both and all of it. And I don't see a problem with it. But my next question is: If you had to describe the state of hip hop right now, how would you describe it? Little, might have to think about it a little bit. Oh, like, that's a big question. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
would you describe it as like you think it's going in the, the right direction? Do you think it's kind of lost its way? I, I think, I think, <clears throat> see, it, it can go both ways because like with social media being out, everybody don't really have the passion to make music. Right. People just know the money though. Yeah, right. And they can be seen doing it. So they're like, why not do music, you know? True. Even though people like that probably don't last long, they still influence the next man to do the same thing. Yeah. Right. So it's like, even if it's promoting drugs or being positive, like I think hip hop is kind of like in a confused state. We really don't, we really don't know like yeah. what's going on. Really, mm -hmm. we at like maybe I guess it's peak. I guess so it can either go higher or it can just start to fall down. Cause you see, even now with Lil Nas X. Yeah. Right. He done made a whole country song. Yeah. So like, are we cross genres? Are we doing that now? Like, are we just calling it hip hop, or is it like a another genre now? Like, are we even still making hip hop? Like, yeah. do we even yeah. call this stuff hip hop? That's a good question. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. And it's kind of like what you said earlier about um, how hip hop started and that being reflective of like their time and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And it's kind of reflective of like our time now with mm -hmm. just, I mean, we have social media and you know people flex and like we all live these like different lifestyles but on the internet you can live any lifestyle right. mm -hmm. so it's kind of like a sense of you know like back then you knew these people out here doing x y and z they were talking about in their songs because that was just like this is the only way we can get you know mm -hmm. through what we're getting through is by making this music mm -hmm. whereas now like you said it's just a thing of what's hot mm -hmm. and that's kind of what our culture is it's just what's hot and then we go on to the next thing next that's true definitely agree like back then it was more like you know the old the old ends like those people like they actually live that and then that's what they're talking about <clears throat> now it's like people just rapping about what they were doing when they you know what i'm saying like we it's just got a hip-hop i believe in like innovation and like and in, in all aspects you know what i'm saying i like you know i like when technology uh innovates i like when music innovates you know what i'm saying like we're, it's always it's always good to like you know, hip hop's always rebranding, but like you said, I don't know if it's necessarily rebranding in the positive, most positive way mm -hmm. at this moment. <clears throat> like that's a really good point. I really do feel like we are at the peak of it, and now it's just like we, which way are we going yeah. up or down? And that's when we need like the, you know, the Jay Z's, mm -hmm. Kanye's, the Chances, you know, those type of Kendricks, Coles to like really take the reins of it. But like now, there's a lot of clones like those. Lil Zans and yeah. Lil Pumps. Yeah. Lil Pumps. Like you said, yeah. it can just kind of like eat two ways mm -hmm. though, because there are like good things that are progressing in mm -hmm. hip hop, like female voices being mm -hmm. more prominent right. in hip hop. Right. And then it's like independent voices from being separate from labels who are, because you know, the music industry is horrible Pivot. when it comes to artists and Pivot. stuff like that. And that helps, right? And all those people are like actually <laughs> prospering yeah. on their own yeah. and being able to actually like take the industry for what they want it to be mm -hmm. and be able to be whatever artist they want to be without having to go under just whatever labels. Yeah. Getting the power back. All, yeah. all of their masters, that's what they call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all of yeah. their masters and stuff. So. The craziest thing about hip hop to me is like, it's one of the youngest genres. It's only been right. what, 40 some yeah. years. Right. Um, but it's the most influential. Yeah. It's literally mm -hmm. Shifts the world, like, cause we own it. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what we say literally in hip hop goes yeah, like yeah. Jay Z say rock time four, air rock time four, and it's like I remember, you know, back in the day, baggy clothes and stuff, and all that was in 
rappers came out, you know, started wearing clothes more fit. Yeah. Now everybody wearing clothes more right, like yeah. it's just you gonna do what we what they say in the music. Did Jay Z say something? It, it's gonna we gonna we gonna move. And so I think the I guess the overall state of it right now, I think I, I believe in lanes. There's lanes for everybody. There's lanes for Megan Thee Stallion or you know or Rhapsody or Cold or Future. But I do think we, I think we do glorify the the, the wrong people, and, right, and I yeah. think you know yeah. that it's yeah. it's kind of weird how the people talking about, you know, the what black people going through and trying to uplift. It's kind of crazy how we they we really don't hear them for mm -hmm. real, not really, and that's that's super backwards. Yeah, like, it don't like make this sense. Though, like, yeah, it's so easy to rap about something you don't do. Yes. Right. And it's so easy to rap about drugs and stuff right. because it, it's just easy. And that's why, like, even social media, like, a lot of that stuff is portrayed because of the fact that labels know that they can make a lot of money off somebody doing that. Yeah. Right. That's why you don't see a lot of a lot of Coles and a lot of Kendrick's <coughs> or even Rhapsody. People sleep on Rhapsody. People sleep on Rhapsody. Yeah. <laughs> talking about top for $15 when she just got nominated for a Grammy. Yeah. $15 in Chicago. For I was real? like, what? You want to talk about top feet man rapper? Yeah, Rhapsody. <laughs> Rhapsody. Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah. Definitely like top, if not top five, top three. Yeah. yeah. She hard, yeah. bro. But, but yeah, but um, it's, it's, way, it's way easier for somebody who trying to make some quick money to rap about violence and drugs and stuff in a negative way because that's what sells. Even with females, like it's easier for them to do music videos of like showing a lot of their body stuff because sex sells. Right. Like a lot of this stuff sells and that's the reason why it's at the they top do. of them. Yep. You feel me? So would you say hip hop misogynistic? Yes. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna say you think it's too materialistic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, extremely. You know what's crazy about that is when, I mean, unfortunately, you know, I I didn't discover Nipsey until like well, I knew who he was, but right. I went and yeah. really dived into the music after he passed. I just started listening to him. He used to talk about having cars and yeah. you know, mm -hmm. stuff, and but what's different about him is that wasn't you knew that's when what he was all about. He wasn't glorifying right. it, mm -hmm. and that's that's the difference. Like when right. you see how a person living, he giving back. So. You can have nice things. You can talk about I got this this new car. I got mm -hmm. you know these these new chains. Why you can you can talk about that. Long as that's not what you glorify and that's all. That's what you're all about and trying to make it. That's like, the only thing. Like mm -hmm. Cardi B, she was doing the um what is that carpool thing or whatever. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. talking about how she can't drive, but she just bought five like different cars so she could rap about them. Mm -hmm. Like. Like, you out here wasting money. Come on. It's a difference of how you go about like like just like when you were talking about like the drugs and stuff, like mm -hmm. people rap about drugs in a negative way, like you know, to the you know, like yeah, yeah, the same yeah. thing. <laughs> okay, you <laughs> But yeah, when it comes to like Smino, um he even talks about like women and stuff like mm -hmm. that, and like alcohol and everything. But like what I appreciate is that he actually has an artistic like spin on it like mm -hmm. he actually yeah. has like wordplay and like does the like actual you know lyricism of it all mm -hmm. so it's like a difference in that because like rap is like poetry mm -hmm. so exactly. it's like when you have the people who are actually putting in the work to be like the poets versus the people who are just like yeah, 
I got one, uh, one more question. Then. So, hip hop, would you say it's helpful to society or harmful to society? Or is it helpful? I would say it's helpful, helpful because it's helpful to the hood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. I mean, like. Depending I, upon the message you put out. Very true, yeah. yeah. But even so, if you go back to like people like Tupac and Jay Z yeah, and everybody, course, yeah. where they like, that was the only way that they can get yeah. out, you mm -hmm. know? Um, Took advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, like, advantage. the bad thing about it is a lot of what the content is comes from just not generate, like, generational curses of not being broken of our mindset. Right. Black men's mindset on women and women's mindset on men and ourselves, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's just a part of that stigma that goes into our music anyways. Because even with, you know, some of the people who talk about conscious stuff, there's still little things in there as well. So mm -hmm. True. I mean, I think, I definitely think, like, as far as, like, I, I think anything black people add to society is helpful, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm just, I mean, like, just think about everything we add to society. Yeah. Like, we just took yeah. everything. <laughs> Food, fashion, music. I'm not even going to go there. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> everything. Everything. Who would watch sports around us? Who? I mean, you got to think about it, too. Like, we, we have every right to feel like that, but yes. they tried to take everything from us. And we yes. still conquered it. Exactly. So, right. why we not have a trip on show? Why we not want more? Rags and we still make riches every Facts. time. Yeah, every time. Man, we slide in a reparations episode again. I don't know. Think about hip hop. That's what we need. <laughs> right, right. We need reparations. We need them. <laughs> yeah, but as far as the state of hip hop, like, um, or if it's, like, I definitely think it's helpful. Um, like, for, like, like you said, it. It has pros and cons as far as like topics, but overall it brings the hood together. It brings like us as a culture together, and that's the more that's more important. Like our community, our sense of community, our like unity, because you know there's always division within us and then like the society. So hip hop is something that we can like be proud of. You know what I'm saying? Because like those are our art, those are our people that like made it in this world that we weren't supposed to see it in. You know what I'm saying? So that's like that's what makes me um like feel proud about you know hip-hop existing and all that kind of thing um and then also like a lot of times when they talk about like you know the, like all rappers always talk about this you gotta understand for a lot of people they're rapping about the only thing they know yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah. done a good job kind of twisting it because yeah, they trying to make it oh they just gangster rap violence and, right but they ain't really listening a lot of right. these some a lot of rappers talk about what they've gone through right. and it's not glorifying it's saying to go right. shoot somebody but they are talking about when they that's just shoot people right. right and that's not a bad thing they just telling their story but right. media's done a good good job yeah. twisting yeah. a yeah. lot of stuff mm -hmm. but i guess for me or unless you want to answer it no, it's, it's for me i guess um I know I keep referencing Nipsey, man, but I've just been looking at yeah. interviews. It's, I right. think what we're about to see is a, a shift because when Nipsey died, like, people started to realize, like, bro, a lot of these rappers, y'all lying, y'all y'all just, y'all not real, and you kind of just see what he was talking about, what he was doing, and it was really, really positive. And so I think a lot of this negative stuff is not about to be accepted anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really think so. I, these, these, these lying rappers, yeah, lying... Yeah. And this, yeah. I, think, I think the same way too because if you notice like since Nipsey's past, like name how many people dropped a project since. A lot of people stopped. Yeah. A lot of people mm -hmm. step back like, hey man, like... School where the lay is. Yeah. yeah. I got a lot of people. Yeah. 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 yeah, you got... You have you got to. Yeah. 
You can't rap about the same stuff no more. Uh -uh. You even see online when like rappers be posting these ice chain, they be like, we don't care about this anymore. Uh, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. go help the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I understand like you should still be able to like, like what Nipsey said, we're supposed to have nice things. We are right. still kings and queens, but it's like, don't glorify it. It's like, I know going back to a Cole interview, Cole's talking about where we put our love in. It's like what we'll see, like like what we'll like receive from it. You know what I'm saying? Like the if you're if money is the only thing you want to glorify or care about, you're never gonna have enough of it. Mm -hmm. So you're never gonna be satisfied. You can't put your your like um, satisfaction or expectations in something like money that's like can go away like that. You have to put it in love. You got to put it in like people. Right. Not you know what I'm saying? Like you have to put it in like um, helping people that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Something that's like it replenishes no matter what happens, you know what I'm saying? Like you, it's like you, you if you love someone, love always will replenish you, mm -hmm. no matter what, you know what I'm saying? That's what be, it's like, that's the focus we have to. And I think we gotta do. make sure we put that, that type of music into these younger kids, yeah. you know? True. And True. that way they can come into a world where it's, really that's the norm. Mm -hmm. But back to, right. and I ain't saying, you know, you know, like I said, it's lanes, you know? Mm -hmm. right. Just, we can't make that, that negative stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. We can't talk that at the top tier. Yeah, yeah. We, we can't, we can't yeah. continue to do that. That's important too, though, because uh, like with our generation, we've seen like the Pac right. and the Nipsey. The generation coming up now, they don't know who Pac is. Yeah. Right. They don't know who Big is. So mm -hmm. whoever they're looking up to, they gonna think it's right off the rip. Right. Mm -hmm. So we right. gotta make sure we putting out that good energy so that if they are trying to replicate what somebody else is doing, that it's it's a positive thing. You know, we had people to reference as like Nas and, yeah. and Biggie and Jay-Z yeah. and stuff like You can't really name a lot of people in our generation to, for the younger generation to, to reference on right. to star well, they gonna look up to That's what I'm saying, like, like who are they gonna look up even to? Even stuff like Cole, you know, they be clowning on him and like, you know, he's sleeping music mm. or whatever Like they don't, you know, that's like uh, that's 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 I used to be so sick on Twitter That's how about? they feel or whatever, so it's like they they have to find their you know inspirations mm. stuff like that. Yeah, like, we, we got some artists though. They, yeah, they just really touched on the side of the no, they yeah. didn't come on. Yeah, right, we right. get the power. The right. and, yeah. Yeah. You said the power is shifting like to the the independent artists that have the, that have that know their wealth and, and that's their powers too. It's shifting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. That's a, that's gonna be major. Yeah, yes. I can't yes. wait, bro. Yeah. I think we're moving in the right direction. I think like hip hop still is in a good state. It's yeah. it's helpful more than it is harmful. As long as I see Sabas and. Chances and yeah, uh, chances. no names. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, you know yeah. Arjun, we got some millennials in there. That's yeah. We, the, our little, our younger generation can look up to. Just mm -hmm. yeah. you gotta find them. That's yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. any last thoughts? Any, nah. Anybody? I mean, I think we, you know, like Nipsey. Well, we we basically think like Nipsey was our Tupac, basically. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And we have to also remember like there's other Nipseys around. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like you know, might not. That might be doing the same work, you know what I'm saying? But you know, they're just like staying in the lane, helping their people. You know, like Nipsey wasn't about to shine and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like all about you know making sure we take care of our Nipseys and be Nipsey as well. Right. And then also we have to help the next generation like find their Tupac. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like who is their who is their, who's their Tupac or Biggie gonna be? You know what I'm saying? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well. I appreciate appreciate y'all. I think this was a good discussion, man. Um, appreciate our guests. Yeah, Any last good. words, man? Where can we follow you at again? Yeah. Um, at G Beats, we run this on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, Facebook. Yeah, everything. Social media. Yeah. It's a young black man putting in work, man, yes, from the yes. city, man, doing yes. something. Here's See, you heard his message. <laughs> you heard the positive words, so it's definitely follow follow right. somebody like him, man. Right. Right. Um, 
Appreciate y'all watching this episode. So I appreciate y'all having me. Oh, yeah, 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 too. yeah man. Thank you for coming by. Yeah, man. So we'll definitely collab again, man. Definitely. Yeah. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs>